Welcome back to the up and the out. Podcast. Oh, we kind of actually harmonize <laughs> in an atonal key. <laughs> Welcome back. We are here for our very first inaugural. Annual? Inaugural? Both. Inaugural means the first. Porque no nos Yeah. For our annual, our very first one, Pride episode. Woo! Woo! Happy Proud Month at, here at the Butter Shop. Okay. Happy, <laughs> hi, gay. Happy Proud Butter Month. She didn't put a video up this year. I know. Well, not that I've noticed anyway. I would love her to. We're talking about Megan Stalter. She's hilarious. In the past two years, she's done these like, hi, gay. Hi, gay. Welcome <laughs> to the Butter Shop. And here at the Butter Shop, happy Proud Month. It's we don't care what you do yeah it's it's just like and then the flavor making fun of like <laughs> or like candles yeah anyway she's hilarious look those videos up we're missing a video meg where are you there's yeah. only a few days left you are our queen <laughs> so um today's episode is going to be the gayest one we've done and i mean we've done taylor swift album reviews we've done kesha album reviews i don't know how we've done a video on th- drag bands i don't know how it gets gayer than that but we're gonna find a way and look at the material behind us we have so many rainbows we got a card we got the crystallized rainbow his I mom even, made us i even got my iced coffee and my Starbucks pride which, they're they're on my ah! list which we'll get we'll to, get to that, but i but. did Long story short, Trevor got me a, a tumbler for my birthday that was shiny and pretty, but not this one. I broke it, and so I decided to buy the pride one because even though y'all does, is that giving it. you pride? Like, look at it. It's I, missing green and, and honestly, red, the red, and yeah. the orange. But you know what? <laughs> she was just cute enough, and I have my iced coffee. It's just super gay on the pod today. We, and we got Marina and and new we addition. Give a, we have to yeah. give a shout out to Dr. Heather Schultes, um, music education professor at Eastern Michigan University, one of my mentors for my second degree. Um, an amazing, amazing, amazing educator who really, really cares about people and music and just inspires every time I see her put something on social media. She inspires me. Anyway, she's a big, big ally. And she's gotten into Needlepoint and so found these designs for the new pride flag with the trans and people of color representation in it. And she put like a field, like a call out into her Facebook and was like, does anybody, would I, would anyone actually use these or put them somewhere? Like if I'm, if I made you some for pride. And we said, yes, And we I would. said, yes. <laughs> it's going to go on the collection shelf with everything else in the pod. So thank you, Dr. Shouldice. I guess I can say Heather because no. Oh my gosh. He's a professional, people. <laughs> yeah, I love her. Um, I think she told us to call her Heather in class. I think a lot of my teachers have told me to do that, and I don't know if I'll ever be able to. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I mean, can't. if you if you earned a PhD or a doctorate, I've always been of the belief of like, yeah, if I ever did that, I want people to call me doctor. Because it's not just for the ego boost. It's like... You, you sacrifice a lot of money and time in your life to get that terminal degree. Like, there's there's an honor that you've worked for. And I can tell the people that I'm going to work for, like, they sign all their stuff with their first name. So I'm assuming they want me to call them by their first name. But the fact that they're, like, doctors, I don't know. I'm still going to be, like, doctor so-and-so until you, they literally ask me. When you build start. a personal connection, yeah. when you build a personal connection with someone that used to be a professor or someone that you know professionally as doctor or fill-in-the-blank, 
I think it changes once you start to develop more of personal uh, attachments and whatnot. Or in, like, your own career. Like, you kind of establish yourself as a colleague. Right. Or, like, some some previous professors now see me as, like, a professional in my career. I don't know why. Um, (laughs) Haven't been very good at it so far. Still looking for a job if you're hired. (laughs) But they'll be like, oh, don't call me Dr. So-and-so. Just call me Adam. And I'm like... This feels weird, but okay. Nar. And you get used to it. Nar, I won't. Nar, nar, I won't. I mean, if you think about it, the royal family, they have like 17 bajillion titles that are just bestowed upon them upon birth. What did they do to earn that other than just the chance of being born in the family? So if you've earned a doctorate or, uh, yeah, if you've earned a terminal degree, like, I think it's okay to be like, call me doctor. But the people that tell you to call them their normal name are the real real well cool yeah they're, they're cool they're chill people. yeah we love them um but yeah a little bit of a tangent this morning yeah but i mean we gotta talk about things that make us happy and true, prideful because it <laughs> seems like the world doesn't want us to do that yeah, we're gonna get into some news but you know we gotta start with our ups and outs yeah. of the week oh Actually, before we get into that, I do want to shout out, of course, JP, our loyal fan. Our most loyal. He um, commented quite a lot on our most recent Kesha High Road episode. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. But it seems like he hadn't actually heard this album before or hadn't listened to the whole thing. Which is such a shame because it's her best album. So he put in caps so many bops on this album. I listened to the whole thing before watching the video this time. So that's fun. So he could like compare what he thought and everything. Then he just comment. He kind of likes to comment as he watches. It seems like he didn't. He thought Chasing Thunder was the last song because he didn't see Summer. So I don't know. But, you know, it might as well be. Yeah. Um, And yeah. So thank you, JP, for always commenting. And, you know, you're the only owner of that sticker so far. So, yeah, because I guess y'all don't want stickers or something. (laughs) I mean, I'll put them on everything I have. Uh, They're limited editions. True. So get yours. We'll tell you how at the end. Um, But ups and outs. Okay. Okay. Who wants to go? Um, let's start with the outs because today's episode is going to be very political and very heavy. So we'll start with the outs okay. with our personal stuff, get to the ups, and then we'll get into the meat of it. Does that sound good? Sure. Do you okay. want me to go first? Because yeah. my, my out is related somewhat to pride. Okay. My out is that Elon Musk is an idiot. I mean, okay, I guess he's kind of like a genius, but well, also an idiot. Like I, when it comes to like social I think, stuff. I think his geniusness is kind of blown out of proportion. I just True. think he's a rich kid with a lot of money and an opportunity. Which, knew which companies to buy and which people to hire. I wouldn't call that genius. That's just business sense, I guess. Yeah, true. Well, so today, in the midst of Pride Month, he decided like just this morning, he decided to tweet this. Oh no. Repeated targeted harassment against any account will cause the harassing accounts to receive a minimum temporary suspension. And we're like, okay, work. We love that. Call out the harassers. Um, I I am predicting a plot twist here. Then he (laughs) enters a couple times. At the bottom of the tweet, it says, the words cis or cisgender are considered slurs on this platform. Okay. Let that sink in, people. He is saying that... (laughs) Calling someone cis or a cisgender person is the same as calling them, like, the F-slur or, like, the N-word. You know, like, and, and if you use, like, oh, I, I like, 
of course you are privileged. You're a cis white male. You can get suspended for calling someone cis. Okay, two things. First of all, cis, I was just thinking about this the other day. I don't even know what, like, the root of where cis comes from. It means same. Okay, is it Latin? Yeah. Okay. Um, You know how I know that? Okay. Organic chemistry. When things are in cis orientation, they're the same. So when you say stasis, you mean, like, I'm staying, so you have to stay. Stasis. It's C-I-S, but close. Yeah, yeah. Just think of it that way. Okay. (laughs) Um, I think I learned what cisgender meant in like 2016. And I was like, oh, I've never heard this before. Yeah, I feel like I was in college when I learned what that was. Yeah, for sure. And then I was like, well, okay. If if that is, you know, the the label that some people are going to hear or whatever. 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 Yeah. So that's my first thing. It's it's a term that he's just deciding is all of a sudden a slur because people say you're cisgender male. I'm I'm a cisgender male. Okay. I I I don't see how that's a slur to me, but okay. But second, wasn't Elon Musk the same moron who said that when he took over Twitter, it was going to be like free speech, the bastion of complete free speech. Yeah. Free speech is no censoring anything and you can just say and do whatever you want. But now he's he's changing the goalpost and dictating what his rules of free speech are. We're, I'm not surprised we knew this at was all. Happen. We knew this was happening. Yeah. He's been doing this shit since he got Twitter, mm-hmm. um, since he was forced to acquire it because <laughs> he offered to buy it and then he backed out. Yeah. Um, he's been doing stuff like this the entire time, so it's not surprising at all. But yeah, that's my out because I just think that's so dumb and it doesn't even make any sense. So. But who's the real snowflakes? Yeah. Okay. We love furthering the suppression of voices of people who are just trying to do the right thing. And just live their lives and be acknowledged for who they are. My out is those people stuck in that tiny submarine at the bottom of the ocean. Okay, I laugh because it's it's uncomfortable. And That's like Bailey Sarian when she laughs because it's uncomfortable. She's like, I laugh because it's messed up. Yeah. Um... Long story short, I'm sure you've all noticed it. If you have any kind of social media, it's like the biggest news story in the world right now. But those people, like four people paid 250K per seat on this tiny little submarine, claustrophobic much, to go down and see the Titanic wreckage. And there's like a billionaire on board and his son and the two other people and like the captain of the of the submarine. And they were only supposed to be down there for like three or four hours, a little excursion. You go deep down, you see the, the Titanic and all its you know, crashed glory, and then you come up and then you're done. Well, they lost contact with the submarine an hour and 45 minutes into the descent to the ocean floor. And they've been down there for like two days now, two and a half they days They only have now. like 20 hours of oxygen left. As of the something. recording, they have yeah. less than 20 hours left. And mm-hmm. so I... I don't know what it is. I think it's the someone brought up the fact that I think the reason it's on everyone's mind and it's this like universal consciousness of everybody worrying about it is because of the history of the Titanic. Isn't it kind of like jinxy or ironic? It's kind of like Bermuda Triangle esque, you know? Right. Like, it's like, oh, it happened to the Titanic. That's why it's famous. And now, of course, people mm-hmm. would get lost and stranded at the bottom of the ocean. Being in the ju- same location. Being in the like, vicinity yeah. of like a cur it's like mm-hmm. a cursed ship almost. So everybody's yeah. kind of I'm hoping for the best. Um just because I can imagine being in that situation, not only paying 250k and being that much out of your pocket for 
for that experience. I don't know what person on earth would pay that much for, for a submarine ride. But also being in that claustrophobic environment and like they're more than 3,000 feet under the surface. The whole thing is only 22 feet long. So you, Oof. as a person on that, have maybe five feet to yourself at all times. Maybe. 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 And then remember, <laughs> yeah. they've got to pack in like Oh, sorry, maybe four stuff. feet. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, like the Coast Guard and everybody is looking for them. I hope, I hope to God that by the time this podcast airs this week that they are found and, you know, they get them in the nick of time and that the Coast Guard and I think even France has sent people out. The UK has sent people out. Canada sent people out. I really hope that they find them because what a nightmare scenario. Apparently this morning sonar or whatever picked up like clanging sounds. So they picked up some yesterday and then oh, they picked okay. up more today. And so they're uh, all these people are analyzing what it is. But I'm too anxious and scared to see if they think the clanging is like it like rolling around on the seat floor or if they're banging on the thing and then the sonar's picking That's it up terrifying it is it, this is one of the most terrifying things i can imagine minus like it would be akin to getting detached from something in space like gravity or whatever i mean and yeah. then flying out forever until you die yeah or like when those people that guy was like there was a movie about it where he went rock climbing and then he fell and his arm got like trapped under a rock oh and then for, he had to cut the arm yeah, off yeah like How it reminds me of like that? that that was real i don't know yeah I don't know. anyway that's my out i really hope that those people make it and um it, it would surely give me a new lease on life just to add to the wildness of that story um i did see so apparently the the billionaire's stepson has who's he's not on the submarine he's been tweeting Oh, no. since going down and i know it's not funny but Wait, he's he's not on the sub not on the sub okay but um yesterday i saw this article stepson of missing billionaire on titanic submarine shares that he is attending the blink 182 concert oh that's messed up and then he put it might be distasteful being here but my family would want me to be at the blink 182 show that's how you know he's a billionaire's <laughs> son <laughs> And then this might be distasteful, but my my entire family wants me to ruin a third world country just so I can have an iPhone in my sports car to make it even worse that night. So a couple hours later, he decides to post ladies. I'm single. It's it's like <laughs> it's like watching Clueless or one of those movies where somebody with some money just has no well, idea Here's what I'm oh. thinking. He's the guy's stepson. So his mom married the guy. He's probably looking at it like, if my father dies down there, I inherit everything. I know, but like that's still a human life. Oh, I'm not saying guy, it's good. I, who knows what that billionaire's yeah. done? I, I mm -hmm. you know, some people say there's no such thing as an ethical billionaire. If you look at the deets and you look at the how a lot of that stuff is, how you can make that much money. Uh, a lot of times there is no way to ethically completely be a billionaire because there's so many people's necks being stomped on. Yeah. So I don't know this guy's history and story. I just want them out of the submarine. Yeah. But like to think that about your like stepdad, like what did he do to you? I don't know. I just think he doesn't care and he knows he's rich and he can whatever. It's sad. Yeah, it is sad. Moving on to the ups. <laughs> do you want to do your up Hopefully first? Hopefully they come up. Uh, yeah, I'll do my up. Okay. So 
I'm noticing that there's been a little more engagement. We've gotten a few subscribers since the Kesha episodes have released. And, you know, we've even got that, like, hater that was engaging with us. True. You know, everything helps in the algorithm. So I just wanted to let everybody know that I may be an ass about it a lot of the time. But really, I'm just peer pressuring you to do the right thing, which is to engage with us and follow us. And, and support, support us. gays during Pride Month. Hello, it's our month. It's our time. Subscribe, like, The comment. stars are aligned. Yeah. This is our moment. Gemini's in the sky, baby. True. But anyway, I Actually, to Gemini it. season just ended today. Sad. <laughs> well, today's the last day, isn't it? I don't know. I think it's the first day of cancer season. But... Who can ever be sure? <laughs> Who can ever be sure? Um, but yeah, I like that up. Keep the subscribers coming, baby. Yeah, keep the subscriptions coming. Thank you. A forever grateful. My up is something that just was announced this morning. So much like current news. Oh my gosh. Um, New York has passed a bill to shield abortion providers who send pills to states with abortion bans. Yay! Sour. That's a big one. Um, just to read, this is from the New York Times, to read a little bit more. The measure, along with similar new laws in several other states controlled by Democrats, could significantly expand medication abortion access by allowing more patients in states that restrict abortion care Um without traveling to states where abortion is legal. So basically you wouldn't have to travel like three states over to get abortion care. Um, it's going to be, it's still, it hasn't been signed yet, but the governor has said that they're going to sign it. Um, several providers in New York say they plan to send abortion pills to patients in all restricted states. Um, and some providers are speaking out publicly while others are trying to remain anonymous about it. But what it basically is, it stipulates that New York courts and officials will not cooperate if a state with an abortion ban tries to prosecute, sue, or otherwise penalize a New York healthcare provider for supplying abortion care. That gets an arena cheer. Yes. So, um, and no, they're not just handing out pills willy-nilly. These providers will have, they said that they will make sure to have, like, the proper telemedicine meetings with these people before they send the pills. So it's not just like, woo, everyone gets pills. Um, but it is good because we love um, women having control over their bodies and their uteri- yeah, uteri. In a, in a country <laughs> so. where the people that we tend to not agree with are all about liberty and justice mm-hmm. and freedom of religion and all that honestly bullshit ah! um it's really nice to actually have some kind of liberty where people have ownership of their bodies and their state their home is going to make sure that medical professionals who are giving what they deem medically necessary care mm. for these people who are making decisions about their own body and their own life um, yeah, I would call that actual freedom and liberty and not authoritarianism like some of these people want. Yeah. And I don't know. There might, there's probably going to be some kind of loophole that the conservatives figure out to stop it. I don't know. But let's hope not. We let's hope we not love to see that states that could just be sitting there and be like, well, my state is fine. They're actively trying to help people in places where their freedom is being taken away. So, so. For today's episode, we are going to get into the nitty gritty about like some current events that have been happening. I'm sure nobody that's listening to us has noticed that this year's Pride has been a little different from the previous like almost decades uh, Prides. 
Yeah, I don't know about y'all, but it seems like this pride has been the most homophobic pride <laughs> since I've really started, like, paying attention to the news and everything. It's been very politically charged leading up to Pride this year and during Pride. And it's yeah. uh, it's something I have never witnessed. And like we talked about with the drag bands, I think a lot of this comes down. I just watched a TikTok about how... TikToks were all the news. Oh, it's just so credible. Um, <laughs> the... It's it's just the same tactic, like we said, or Jada Essence Hall said, look over there. Like, it, it gives conservatives something to distract and fearmonger and scare all of their little minions with about how they're coming after the children. That's their whole thing this entire time, is we need to protect the children from this pride epidemic or whatever. Um, which is interesting because they didn't care about protecting anyone from AIDS or, um, or guns. Yeah. Currently, currently yeah. guns, but it's like, I, they're using it. Well, that's why, because there are actual issues that need to be addressed, but they don't want to do that. Yeah. So they're like, oh, let's take this whole month. We can just talk about pride the entire month. And that's like, that's our scapegoat for this month. So actually currently it's trans kids. Well, yes, it is. Yeah, but, you know, that's wrapping into Pride and, and, and these yeah, companies, yeah. Uh, apparently these companies that are promoting Pride are supporting Satan. So that's what we've seen. So yeah. we're going to start with all the good things that mm. we've seen in Pride this season. So the things that actually get us out of bed in the morning and make us think, okay, there's hope? Question mark <laughs> at the end of that yeah. statement. Um, it's easy to get bogged down in all the negative news. So, so. we found some things on yeah. social media and some articles that we're going to read through. And then there's another chunk of the episode that we'll talk about. So my ups of pride this season, uh, the first one is that Willem, this one's more personal, Willem Belli, the world internationally tolerated famous drag superstar, um, she is doing this like little shorts clip real thing on Instagram in partnership with, I forget the company, <laughs> but she's educating people on like little pride history lessons. This week's lesson is on Harvey Milk or whatever. And so she did one on Harvey Milk and his history as the first openly gay male politician. Cause I believe there was actually a female lesbian politician that was elected to office right before him because i've done some research on him before mm -hmm. um but he he made history for the queer community uh he was mayor of san francisco and then was sadly assassinated um and i left in a comment afterwards because i've done research into gay choruses and queer history in the classical music world it's kind of my shtick mm -hmm. The San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus, I commented that was their first public performance, um, was at the vigil for Harvey Milk the, the night after he was assassinated or something. And I said, thank you for doing this. Like, it's really important for people with the platform to be educating because there's so much we don't know about queer history because it's not taught in schools. Um, and we're certainly not having history lessons where we're going to the drag show. Like, really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I left a little comment and like almost 200 people, including Willem, have liked it. And so that was just like a Dang. that was a really fun like listen, okay. listen to his album. <laughs> it's like that work that I did in school got me almost 200 likes on True. Instagram. I didn't realize Worth it was it. that many. Worth it. OK. Um, but yeah, that's my first one. Do you want to read yeah, the next one? I'll, well, so one of my favorite things about Pride and this is kind of 
I guess, cynical. But I, outside from the celebrating and everything, I just love watching the conservatives quake. Like, it's just funny. So And wine and cry and snowflakes and melt and all of that. And so we love Adele, obviously. Wait, 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 wait. Keep going. And um, she recently started back up her Vegas residency. Um, Who is it? Adele. Ladies and gentlemen, her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did you hear it? Yes, I did. But um, so... We went to her Vegas show back in December, I believe. And then uh, she's starting another leg of it, and they're recording it for a documentary. Anyway, the tickets are quite expensive. They're almost triple what they were when we went. (laughs) Um, But this past weekend's show was all pride-themed. So she was wearing the first dress that she wore that had any color on this residency. It had, it was like a, first of all, it was mainly a black dress from the front. But the back was a black dress. She had kind of like a train sash that was like kind of rainbow colors. It was missing green and orange. Yeah, but um, she was like, I'm wearing these colors for Pride, and this is the only time you're going to see me wearing color, basically. So that was... It's the only time you're going to see me wearing color. Um, (laughs) And she has had this beautiful, like, wine glass chandelier during I Drink Wine, and there were lights, like, shining through it that made it a rainbow. Mm -hmm. And the confetti at the end was rainbow, and it had hearts that said... Happy Pride on it. So she was going all out for yeah, the gays. Yeah, she was going all out for the gays. She knows that most of her money comes from the gays. Yes. And, and old white women. It seems, well, it doesn't seem. It was found that when she posted, like, weekend, whatever weekend it is, um, on... Weekend and, 18, I believe. Okay, and there were, like, pictures from the night. A lot of people decided to comment, like, you're, this is horrible, I can't support you anymore, we lost another celebrity, blah, 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 blah. Basically being like, first of all, we said, like, if you didn't know Adele was an ally, you were never a fan in the first place, so stop acting like she's hurting you. Right, because, since before yeah. 21 came out, or, like, right as it came out, it was made public on national television in the UK that she was besties with Alan Carr, and that they would hang out all the time and that she would she bring officiated her dog his wedding yeah, she literally his, his wedding, gay like wedding 10 years later <laughs> yeah um she's been uh, and she's referenced how her makeup and her hair during 21 she likes to look like a drag queen yeah um she's been a gay stan and an ally for uh, basically her entire career so these people just don't know how to google yeah but um a lot of the people were using their religion as this like this offends my religion okay adele's not part of your religion and, and a lot of the people that you noticed that were in the comments were people who were adele fans but happened to be muslim yeah or like in um lived in middle eastern countries and stuff and, and they thought that like adele's music or her uh, their interpretation of her music should also align with their muslim faith um and their specific muslim faith that says that gay people should not be allowed to exist or whatever yeah but so all that was happening and uh, and it was the vast majority of the comments of people being disappointed were muslim anyway this was supposed to be an up of pride so i brought it up (laughs) because adele then posted this little clip of robin williams like basically blowing a kiss to people because a lot of people were like you lost me as a follower and she 
even though, she, according to Gunter and stuff, she doesn't really have access to her accounts. Like a lot of her publicists yeah, do all she, of it and everything. She get her passwords. Um, she probably was like, just post this and be like, bye. I don't care. I'm getting my millions and I have plenty of loyal fans who have known I've been an ally this whole time. So I'm just going to post this little gif of kissing the haters goodbye. And it was just like going into the whole like, wow, these people with conservative views or traditional values or whatever just freak out because someone put a rainbow in a wine glass also adele learned uh how to mic drop without saying anything from the gays mm. i do like reading okay. yes i do very very much you can tell she is uh, a friend of many a drag queen because she read them for filth with one meme true she's being like i make almost two million per show i don't care Next up of pride, even though that kind of turned into an out of pride. But Sorry. Back to the- um, Biden in the White House. This made national news because of uh, some uh, protesting that was happening, kind of. But Biden and the White House hosted a pride celebration at the White yes. House. Um, and this article was written June 12th on Reuters. I think that's how you pronounce it, by Andrea Shalal. Um, so June 10th, which was... <laughs> my b-day um he it was corrected u.s president joe biden on saturday hosted the largest pride celebration in white house history calling for new measures to protect the rights and safety of lgbtq plus people amid a spate of what he called terrifying that's a quote attacks and legislation uh biden a democrat urged congress to pass the equality act which would amend the 1964 civil rights act to include sexual orientation and gender identity for protection alongside race religion sex uh and national origin and ban assault weapons wouldn't that be nice thousands of guests picnicked on the south lawn including transportation secretary pete Buttigieg, the first openly lgbtq u.s cabinet secretary confirmed by lawmakers And Assistant Secretary of Health and uh, Human Services Admiral Rachel Levine, the first openly transgender person to be confirmed by the Senate. Biden said the guests also included survivors of deadly shootings at the LGBTQ Club Q nightclub in Colorado Springs last Mm -hmm. November and Pulse, a gay nightclub in Orlando, Florida in 2016. The attacks and a flurry of bills in Republican-led states targeting transgender youth banning teachers of younger children from discussing gender or sexuality and proposed or passed laws— Restricting drag performances have created a threatening environment for LGBTQ people, Biden said. When families across the country face excruciating decisions to relocate to a different state to protect their child from dangerous anti-LGBTQ laws, uh, we have to act. We need to push back against the hundreds of callous and cynical bills introduced in states targeting transgender children, terrifying families, and criminalizing doctors and nurses, he said. These bills and laws attack the most basic values and freedoms we have as Americans, he said, drawing cheers and applause from the crowd, where many wore rainbow colors, shorts, and sundresses, and some came dressed in drag. Many chanted four more years as he neared the end of his remarks. That's embarrassing. First Lady Jill (laughs) Biden said the celebration was meant to find joy to celebrate the beauty and resilience of the LGBTQ community in face of growing threats to their lives and rights. Today we say it loud and clear that you belong, that you are beautiful, and you are loved, she said. Let it remind you that you don't have to face those battles alone. You are never alone. 
The celebration was delayed from Thursday due to smoke from Canadian wildfires. Global warming. Biden this week announced measure, uh, new measures intended to curb book bans and hate crimes, help transgender youth access better care, and increase federal coordination to better protect pride celebrations, marches, community centers, healthcare providers, and small businesses. Florida has been at the forefront of restrictions aimed at the LGBTQ community under Governor Ron DeSanctimonious. He didn't say that, but I said that. Um, who says the measures protect children and recently entered the race for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination to challenge Biden. As president, Biden has overturned a ban on transgender individuals serving in the military, issued a new order to stop conversion therapy, and signed the Respect for Marriage Act, which federally recognizes same-sex marriages into law. American support for the same-sex marriage or for same-sex marriage has doubled since the late 1990s to more than 70 percent. But we don't even we can't even get presidential approval rates that high. Um, Gallup polls show and the percentage of people who identify as LGBTQ has doubled in the past decade to over 7 percent. Let's put a pin in that. I have something to say. More than 70 bills considered anti-LGBTQ by the human rights campaign were passed in state houses in legislative session. Double last year's previous record and over 500 were introduced. A pen and that. I got some clairvoyance from that one. From that one. So this article is kind of all about the political atmosphere that we're currently going through when it comes to queer uh, rights and uh, also trans rights and trans youth safety. Um, And it shows that we finally have a president who is willing to put a rainbow flag like on the White House and it's still yeah, which of course people were like, that's violating the flag code. And I'm pretty Whatever. sure it's not because it was flanked on both sides by no, it's two. not because there's an American flag always at the top of the White uh, House. Of the on White the House, pole. okay, yeah. Um, there were three American flags and one Pride flag. Like y- you'll be fine. Three fourths, okay. Um, yeah, take down your "Don't Tread on Me" flag if that's what you're so concerned. Or about. your there's a flag <laughs> near where my parents live that says. It's come and like, take it. It's an assault rifle on a white flag that just says, come and take them. As yeah. if, like, you're going to shoot the the people that come to take it from you, which would be the good old boys in blue and the military that you supposedly support. But, okay. Um, you know, if that were to happen. But the thing I wanted to put a pin in was I've heard a lot of debates lately about, like, oh, more people. Like, the thing that Republicans believe is that. You can be indoctrinated to be queer, trans, gay, whatever, and that the more accepting and open people are about it from an early age, the more you're going to get indoctrinated and be more likely to succumb to the gays. That's not how sexuality or gender works. Studies have shown, psychologists have researched, uh, biologists have researched. That's not, you, you don't just become gay because you were taught by a gay person, um, there are plenty of adopted children of gay couples who grow grow up straight. Like it's it's this is not a thing. This is a a distraction, like Trevor said. And a lot of Republicans I've heard in debates lately is that they believe that because people identify more as LGBTQ these days means that there it's like a disease that is like spreading, and that the more we accept it, the more it will spread. And do people not realize that, like, the more we discover about sexuality and gender identity and the more open our society is to accepting other people's labels, 
and how they want to describe themselves, and it all gets mushed up into one alphabet soup club. Of course, the numbers of people who associate, the percentage is going to go up because we're living in a society. Corinne Fisher said it on Without a Country. As society progresses and becomes more willing to accept and is more open to other people, of course the number is going to go up because more people are going to come out of hiding. They're going to come out of the closet. The number is going to go up. The numbers go up when people aren't afraid of their lives and their livelihoods. So, duh. But it's not a disease. It does not spread like that. Also, but- on top of that, I saw a post recently by Matt XIV on Instagram. I've talked about his content before. I think it was the San Francisco Gay Chorus or some Californian gay choir. They have a few. Yeah. Um, years ago, they did a concert where um, from when it was created, there were only seven living members of the gay men's chorus because all of the other of the 100 however many people had died from aids that is that is a very so, common experience in many gay courses across the country so when you look at that it's telling that when you have millennial or not millennials like gen x or whoever or um boomers be like there weren't this many gay people when i was growing up one there most likely were they were just felt because unsafe. y'all would beat the shit out of them yeah. if you saw them holding a man's hand but, in public. But then also, so many of them died from the AIDS epidemic that the numbers are going to be different because thousands and thousands died. So therefore, when you look at that generation compared to this generation, it's going to look like there's an an abnormal increase. But it literally is just because. They were closeted or they died from AIDS. Yeah, so, they, the acceptance wasn't yeah. there for them to be out and putting their name next to a survey that says, oh, yes, I'm gay. Like, I'll openly admit it. It wasn't safe back then. You would be beat up by people who hated you. It still happens today. They were shooting up the nightclub in Colorado. Like, I don't understand what people don't realize about, like, in the past, y'all were even more hateful than you are right now. It's like coming back around. So anyway, but I thought it was really nice that Biden took an opportunity to show his growth as um, a politician, a representative, and as a person, because I know that there were times in the past where Biden did not support gay marriage back in like the early 2000s. Like, and he's been Mm -hmm. a devout Catholic basically his entire life. And the Catholics haven't always been supportive of the gays, depending on which branch you're in, what, what church you're at it it just depends it's like they're again making broad strokes but um he used to be not supportive of it as far as i know and it has shown his growth in his life to where yeah you can change your mind on accepting other people and fighting to represent them in a positive manner and it shows how far we've come but it also makes me worry about how downhill we're going, that that was necessary, that we that we I think the whole goal of pride and being queer is that one day no one bats an eye at it. And it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, the pride parades this weekend. And it's not this big international to do, which honestly, that's kind of how it was ever talking about Barcelona again. When I went to Barcelona, there were like men walking down the street holding hands or kissing or whatever and no one cared literally no one looked no one judged if we no did one... that here the yeah. eyes the the scary like, people that would be staring us down in kroger so it was kind of nice to walk around and be like 
and I even talked to like native 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 but, Barcelonans. Yes. <laughs> um, and like asked them what their thoughts were about, you know, gay marriage and stuff. And they were just like, what do you mean? And I was like, do you? And they were like, I mean, yeah, it's like normal. Like, it's a non-issue over yeah. there. They don't so, care. So they were just like, what do you mean? Do I support it? Like, it's just, it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully one day that will be everywhere, but I don't, I don't know. Another thing that I saw, this is, this is real short, but apparently Garth Brooks has always been like super progressive in his politics and like in, in his performances and music or whatever. I'm not a country music stan. I can't tell you the last time I listened to anything Garth Brooks ever wrote, Mm -hmm. but he apparently announced that transphobes are not welcome at his new bar. And I think he also said something about like, he is, he like publicly said, yes, I am intentionally selling Bud Light at my concerts. Yeah. And if you don't like it, don't come. Well, at his bar. Oh, at his bar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's I, that's in my house of so pride. Funny. I talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we're going to get, I'm going to yeah. let Trevor get into all that. <laughs> but someone put on, under his, under a tweet about this news is that he's been on civil rights for a long time. He's been big on civil rights for a long time. Wrote, we shall be free in Los Angeles during the riots in 1992. It was his first single to miss the Billboard Top 10 because it was banned from some radio stations. It still went to number 12. That is a thing. Back in the 1990s and the 2000s, they would ban stuff like The Chicks or Martina McBride had a song about Independence Day. And, like, I think it had some women's rights it's kind of stuff. Independence Day. Day. I think that's... I, I, don't I, think, I think there was some kind of, like, feminist anthem that she wrote... Um, and then apparently Garth Brooks. And so when country radio is not happy with something, they ban it. But they're all about free speech when it comes to their hateful rhetoric and whatnot. Anyway, I didn't know Garth Brooks was like such a like. I didn't either. And he progressive. Perf- he performed. For, at, yeah. Didn't he perform at Trump's inauguration or Biden's? He performed at the where who? Oh, my gosh. I'm having a stroke again. Lady Gaga. When did she sing the national anthem? Oh, oh, that was at Biden's inauguration. So was Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks at that performed one? at that. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, I remember. But I, but at the time, I didn't love it. No, at the honest. time though, I was like, ew, why is he getting this conservative country star to sing? Turns out, he's not conservative. Turns out, well, yeah. well I, I don't <laughs> well, know if he's personally well, conservative, yeah, but he but, is apparently all about like. Get, Accepting people, which is makes me feel great. Yeah. <laughs> There's someone on our side in the country realm. Mm-hmm. And the chicks will always be on our side. Yeah. We see you, girl. Um, Should I talk about yeah. the statement by Secretary of Defense? Yes. Put out? Yeah. So on June 1st, so the beginning of Pride Month, the uh, Secretary of Defense, uh, Lloyd J. Austin III put out a statement about um, the military's view of LGBTQIA plus people. Um, and this kind of came on the heels, well, not on the heels, but like after Trump had actually banned transgender people from participating in the military. Um, so this year he put like out... Like in, in his previous yes, uh, presidency. Yes. Um, but they put out a statement this year. Um, I'll just read it. It's not that long. This Pride Month, we honor the service commitment and sacrifice of the LGBTQ plus service members and personnel who volunteer to defend our country. Their proud service adds to America's strength. Their contributions to our national security are powerful. Members of this community have 
have deployed to combat zones around the globe, held high-ranking positions in the Pentagon, and fought and died alongside their teammates. I don't love teammates. That's that's kind of weird, but okay. To defend our republic and win its wars, the ranks of the U.S. military must remain open to all qualified patriots who seek to serve. Militaries that do not avail themselves of the best possible talent of their citizenry put themselves at a strategic disadvantage. We would be rendering ourselves less fit to our weighty task if we excluded from our ranks people who meet our standards and who have the skills, the guts, and the devotion to serve in uniform. I believe that the story of America should be one of widening freedom, not deepening discrimination. Okay. In 2021, I was honored to implement President Biden's directive to ensure that transgender Americans who wish to serve and meet department standards are able to do so, openly and free from discrimination. This often painful history has made something clear. Who you love and how you identify has nothing to do with how bravely you can fight for your country. When we speak up for the rights of all Americans, when we encourage all qualified Americans to stand a post, we strengthen both our democracy and our national security. The U.S. military is the greatest fighting force in history, and we intend to keep it that way. As Secretary of Defense, I remain dedicated to making sure that our LGBTQ plus personnel across the joint force can continue to serve the country that we all love with dignity and pride this month and every other one. We thank you for your service, and we thank your spouses and your families whose support makes your service possible. Sorry, I made a couple mistakes because I don't have my glasses on, but I think it's a it's a powerful statement. I mean, there are parts of it. Look, I am not at all pro-war. Yeah, I was about to so, say the military-industrial yeah. <laughs> complex loves the gays. Yeah, so I don't, I don't to defend our republic and win its wars. Like, well, it's a democracy, I, I know. and I wanted to say yeah. we're not a proper democracy. We're a democratic yes. republic. Um, but it makes sense. Like, if you truly want to give... And this can be applied not only to the military. It can be applied to teachers. It can be applied to whatever, doctors. If you want to have the best education system, if you want to have the best medical system, if you want to have the best military, you can't exclude people just because you don't agree with their personal lives. If they are, like, if they're qualified and they're the best, they should be a part of it. It doesn't help your cause or your country to exclude people who are good and skilled and adept at certain things to block those people from doing them simply because they're gay or trans or, you know, any of that. So I think this was a powerful statement. I think it can be applied in a bunch of different scenarios. And the fact that, you know, the secretary of state, sorry, secretary of defense put it out. It's just big because you, we all know the military has had a long history of homophobia, transphobia and everything. So I think these people are afraid that, like, their weirdest locker room fantasies are going to come true. Hence, we're going to, like, ban all the gay people so that doesn't happen. And it's like... Oh, I get... I See, I didn't even know why they were banning them. I mean, I'm not a military person. I've never once been like, military, should I do that? No, never once. But I'm assuming that there's a lot of, like, antiquated and very limited thinking that led to to the culture. We don't want them in our bathroom. It's because like they, that. They're going to look at me yeah. when I'm showering. And it's like, yeah. uh, you have like, what, five minutes to shower and eat at the same time. And then you got to go back out to boot camp or something. Like, no one cares that much. Like, you're the only one thinking about it. 
Yeah, but it was nice that they put out a statement. You know, at least people are kind of saying stuff. They're not just sweeping stuff under the rug necessarily. Yeah, don't love the military industrial complex being like, hey, we need more people. Um, That doesn't like bode well for like, but it is it is on the nice side socially of being like everyone is welcome here. If this is what your heart desires, there's a place for you. Yes. Which didn't used to be the case. I have family that was kicked out of the military because their personal business was was shared with was made public was that knowledge like during don't ask don't tell it was it was okay. during the 90s i believe um and there were it, there was just personal information that was shared publicly that was not anyone's to publicly share and didn't harm anybody and was personal between two consenting adults and uh they were dishonorably discharged because of it and i just think that's that's and this up. person, this person's got the attitude and the mindset of like, oh, I'm going to be a hero. If given the chance, I'm going to be the hero. I'm going to be the one going in guns blazing or whatever. And you would send someone out of the military when you need people who will like fight for your country and your 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 ideals and philosophies and whatnot. And you kick them out because of their personal business. Like, it's just wild. To Ugly. Yeah. Your loss, not not ours. Um, I found some things that were posted today or yesterday by the No Hate campaign on Twitter as well. A federal judge, this is like breaking news, strikes down Arkansas's ban on gender-affirming care for trans youth. So that's obviously going to be in litigation again because there's always going to be appeals and stuff. Yeah. But it's really good that a federal judge is being like, no, you don't just get to make a big sweeping generalization like Again, it should be up to parents and doctors, medical professionals. Yeah, people not 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 representatives who were voted into office that might or might not have ever been in a doctor's office. If you haven't noticed, um, people making laws about medicine know nothing about medicine, which is stupid, and that needs to change. Like, (laughs) yeah, that really needs to change. I think that's wild. Um, Like, I even think we should go far as to have. Like, every state should be required to um, elect health department officials or something that like, make like, medical like, decisions. Like, if I you're going to have laws that have anything to do with health, medicine, yeah. all of that stuff, it should have to be written in cooperation or purely written, like, the, the active parts should always have to go through, like, a peer-reviewed MD, PhD-reviewed process by people mm-hmm. who actually know what they're talking about. Um And then there's more breaking news. Estonia, that's a country, right? Okay. Um, Legalizes same-sex marriage. Finally, you're a few years behind the U.S., but we were behind, like, everybody else. Yeah. Um, So more gay gay rights, Estonia says. And Estonia, I mean, that's big. They're, like, on... I think they're on the border of Russia and stuff. I was about to say, they're Eastern European, aren't they? Northeastern, like, right next to Finland and Latvia and Lithuania. It's, like, those countries. Okay, okay. I think I've sung a choral piece with Estonia. Uh, Me too. Uh, Eric Eschenwalds or yes, something. The, the, yeah, I uh, think we. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, the name. Okay. Um, and those are our ups of pride. Those are the ups of pride. Obviously, believe it or if not, you missed anything? Put it in the comments. Shout out the ups. We yeah, want the ups. If you have but... any ups or like positive news stories that you found and like things that have made you proud to be an ally or a queer person. Also, I use queer as the big umbrella term. Some people don't like being called queer. They like being called gay, bisexual. I'm sorry that that's your preference, but I'm just going to say queer because 
I don't mind it. And I think it represents basically anybody who is in the community. So it's basically saying LGBTQIA plus community, but in one word. So queer. Yeah, it helps. And the two <laughs> so, and the I and the A and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, for our Outs of Pride, we're going to talk about some recent events. Yeah, we're going to get into the more, if believe it or not, we're going to get into the more politically nasty kind of stuff that's happened lately that made us want to really do this episode to, I mean, use our platform is saying a lot. <laughs> that's like thinking really highly of ourselves. But to like take an opportunity to really put out into the universe the things that are worrying us about gay rights and this pride season and the reason why we still have to celebrate pride and the reason why we're going to continue to fight against the hate and the discrimination. Yeah. Uh, do we want, so I feel like the Bud Light thing is probably going to be the longest one. Do we want to do that first or save it, get those shorter ones out of the way? Why or? don't we do, let's do the target Bud Light and then the next one. Okay. So we're well, let's just blend the Target and the Bud Light kind of together. I'll just do a quick run through because everybody knows about the Target and the okay. Bud Light. Yeah. Um. So what one out of Pride that is more close to us that I'll just get through real quick is that the Efsler fags was spray painted over a rainbow walk in uh the Cooper Young area mm -hmm. of Midtown Memphis. The comments from a news article like more than half just based on eyeballing it we're actually in support of the slur and how uh why don't we have it straight was god's pride. work it was god's yeah. work the, these people are doing the right thing people and, were literally commenting under it like in the name of jesus amen in the name like, of jesus uh, yeah hate fags yeah yes they deserve to die and why do we have rainbows yeah meanwhile i don't see gay people going up to churches and like and spray, spray painting, painting their like, crosses like Penta and, uh, yeah. pentagon or pentagrams, pentagrams. <laughs> yeah. almost a pentecostal yeah um we're not like we're not like coming after you so why are you actively coming after us nice which um, i'm sure the person that did it was probably some stupid high schooler who thought he was cool Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But like But uh it just goes to show that the like there's still a reason to have pride because so many people are so it's almost funny. It's like a game of cat and mouse. The more pissed off you get, the more I want to be outwardly gay in public and be like painting but my nails how... and wearing crazy hair and makeup and be like boogity boogity boo. Like, ooh, you're so cool. You went to a sidewalk and spray painted it looks like it took them maybe five seconds to spray paint the word because yeah, it it's like horribly ugly. written. And it wasn't you, like cute graffiti. No, or and you spray painted it on this rainbow sidewalk that's been there for years. So why are you acting brand new? But also, you did it in the middle of the night, so no one saw you do it because you're, you're actually a coward. A coward. Yeah, you're and a then coward. before anyone even really saw it, the next day they had already painted it over it and fixed it. So what were you doing, like? I, I just don't. It's I, like <laughs> if you really, truly hardcore believe in that, which I think your belief is mm -hmm. wrong and invalid, but go off, sis. If that's what you believe in, like, at least, like, make a statement. Like, make yeah. it count, I guess. And do it with your full chest because in full daylight. Because we sure do when it's Pride season and yeah. when we're going out and, like, drag shows and stuff. We, we make our statement by expressing ourselves and enjoying our life and, like, painting our nails and, like, doing our thing. Even if it, like... And also it's that is to say, weird. you don't have to do all those things to be a pride gay. Either. Yeah, that's, like, that's also I don't true. paint my nails and stuff. You can, so I'm just, you can yeah. stay at home and have your own quiet pride. That's the also whole point too. of pride is being free to celebrate 
yourself and be exactly who you want to be. Because most of the time in our life, we're being told what to be and how productive and to be shame. and how much money to make yeah. and what the trajectory of our life should be. And we have all these decisions yeah. that society is telling us to make. So, like, pride's all about, do you, baby? Yeah. I ain't judging. But, okay, let's get into this Target. So, basically, as everybody who's probably listening knows, Target had some pride merch, which they tend to do in the, in the past few years. They've increased their pride merch as it goes on, and they promote it publicly in their stores and well, you know it started out as like maybe a little section and throughout the years it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger because they do with a ton of other yeah. holidays for black history month christmas, they did the same thing hello christmas, it's like everything yeah. yeah easter everything but there's like this but as as it becomes more accepting there's more creators making stuff and they're trying to promote their small businesses and stuff so the the pride section at target was quite large this year yeah okay. so and they've been doing this for years. Like, the mm-hmm. Pride merch is nothing new. Target is removing—so this is actually from NPR. It's written by Joe Hernandez. Um, Target is removing some merchandise celebrating Pride Month from store shelves after facing backlash against the products, including threats against the safety of its workers. Put a pin in that for sure. The retail giant said in a statement posted on its website Wednesday that it was committed to celebrating the LGBTQIA plus community, but was withdrawing some items over threats that were, quote, impacting our team members sense of safety and well-being, end quote, on the job. If these volu- given these volatile circumstances, we are making adjustments to our plans, including removing items that have been at the center of the most significant confrontational behavior, end quote, the company said. Pride Month takes place in June, uh, though some of the items were already on sale. Target did not reply to a series of follow-up questions from NPR, such as which items were removed and whether it was increasing security at its stores. That was the point I was going to make. If it was actually about security, they'd use some of their billions of dollars to fund security at their stores if it was actually about safety. Reuters reported that the company is removing from stores and its website products created by the LGBTQ brand A-B-P-R-A-L-L-E-N, Abpralin, which offers some products featuring spooky gothic imagery such as skulls and Satan and pastel colors. That's actually kind of cute. Very, very seen kid, like, from middle school. Mind you, those were not the products that were in the Target shop. No, just... They have them on their, like, on that company's website, but Target was not specifically selling the uh, clothing featuring Satan. And that that comes uh, that becomes important in a second. Conservative activists and media have also bashed Target in recent days for selling, quote, tuck friendly women's swimsuits that allow some trans women to hide their genitalia. The Associated Press reported Target has only been selling tuck friendly swimsuits made for adults and not contrary to false online rumors for kids or in kid sizes. The AP also found. So that was a huge point of. conservative talking points and it ended up being not true there was this big rumor that oh they were selling tucking panties and tucking swimsuits to children in the pride section and that's just not what was happening they were selling it for adults if you were an adult and you're wanting to hide things go for it yeah crazy like marjorie taylor green supporters were literally taking the adult clothing and putting it in the kids section and then making tiktoks about it like literally just lying yeah just scam like scamming people to rile up their their base 
Those swimsuits are among a group of products under review by Target that haven't been yet removed. Um, in addition to public criticisms of the company, video has also emerged on social media of people throwing pride displays to the floor in a Target store. I wonder how well that would go if, like, the gay groups went during Christmas and just smashed all the Jesus and angel yeah, stuff. and you know what's funny is one of the most popular ones of a guy who was walking around the store and throwing down the, the pride stuff uh, came out that he was doing some stuff on Grinder, and oh, people put that, him on blast. That so, tends to be how yeah. it goes. Um, <laughs> yeah. That doesn't surprise me at all. Um, quote, extremist groups want to divide us and ultimately don't just want rainbow products to disappear. They want us to disappear. End quote. Kelly Robinson, president of the Human Rights Campaign, said in a tweet. Well, the LGBTQ plus community has celebrated pride with Target for the past decade. Target needs to stand with us and double down on their commitment to us, end quote, she added. Michael Edison Hayden, a senior investigative reporter and spokesperson for the Southern Poverty Law Center, a civil rights organization that tracks hate crimes, told NPR that Target's reversal would only serve to encourage more violent attacks. If Target is going to wade in on this... And they're going to put support out there for the LGBTQ plus population. I think once they enter that fray, they have a responsibility to stand by the community, he said. Um, as soon as you back down like this, you send a message that intimidation works and that it makes it much scarier than if you had never started to begin with, end quote. It's the latest company to face uh, criticism and boycott threats over products aimed at supporting the LGBTQ plus community. So all in all... The whole Target fiasco basically comes off the heels of conservative groups being angry that gay people are being represented in Target for like the tenth year in a row. Like this mm -hmm. is not this isn't new. They're just all of a sudden mad about it. Yeah, it's like I, that's what I'm saying about it being. Wait, more my politicians told me trans kids are are the work of the devil. Now I'm mad. Yeah, that's. What I was saying <laughs> was that it's like that's what we're saying when it's more homophobic because like this stuff has been happening for so long. And for some reason, yeah, people might have not liked it, but now people are just way more outspoken to the point where they're destroying property. Yeah, like you're like, going to a business and destroying yeah. and messing up merchandise that you haven't purchased that that business is just trying to sell and make a profit off of. They don't care about gay people. Yeah. Um, or if they do, they really have an interesting way of showing it by pulling their merchandise. But basically, these people think that it is it behooves them and it's it's their right to go into these places that have products and political opinions that I guess they disagree with and then go in and assert their own rights over over it. And if that means messing up merchandise or the the sales experience for the people working there or the other customers, the business showed its true colors like like no pun intended because it's Pride Month. <laughs> But Target showed that they really are just trying to make a buck off of the holiday, the same way that all these other corporations, and we get into it, Trevor's going to get into it. But all these other corporations for years have been, like, at first, I feel like it was accepted by a majority of the queers because it was like, oh, representation in these things yeah. that we buy all the time. These mm -hmm. companies support us. But as soon as we started to catch on after years of this happening, the the same businesses would like black out and go right back to their normal social media profiles and stuff and erase all of the representation of pride and whatnot from the season. So we started to catch on that. It was all about like, Oh, it's just capitalism doing capitalism. Well, you and just want your money talking about that and talking about like the middle East before 
I also saw something that was about how, so in in America, they'll change their little logos on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, or Facebook to have rainbows in it. But if you look at the Middle Eastern counterparts of those companies, they don't change them to rainbows. So it's like, yeah, no. so you support it when it's accepted. And yeah. as soon as it's not accepted, you drop it. But if it's not going to, uh, you basically have no teeth. These, these corporations yeah. just want to make money. They yes. have no teeth. They will still sell products in these countries where women don't have the same rights to drive and be out in public and show skin or they'll be killed. Um, but there's drag queens who have booked gigs in Dubai, one of the most, like, I guess you could say progressive areas of the Middle East. And even then they get caught by police and they get told if you show up at this show, like if they know that there's a drag show happening that they've been booked at. They will threaten them and say, if you put on a wig and you look like a woman on the stage, you will be arrested and detained. It's it's like you you know that the stuff is happening and you acknowledge it by not adjusting your your platform and your approach to sales in these other places. But you'll do it here because it makes you a little bit of extra profit because mm-hmm. the gays will come out and buy your stuff at Pride that's overpriced. Yeah. So Target basically showed its hand and said, oh, it's just been kind of a ruse. Like, we're just like, we want your money when it's Pride Month. Like, yay, but buy our shit. They moved the Pride display, which was at the front of the store, to the very back of the store. Um, And in some stores, it's just been removed, I believe, in like Georgia and Alabama. The one that we used to go to in Mississippi, I have not been since this whole fiasco happened because... um, I don't like to spend money at places where I feel like I'm being scammed. And that's kind of what Target feels like now. I used to like it, but um, it's it just is uh, it is a growing example of how corporate pride is this evil that has subverted the intentions of pride. And it really encourages me to look for actual LGBTQ IA plus um, vendors and people that actually own their own businesses instead of these Mm -hmm. massive conglomerates that make billions of dollars and make these bullshit Ah! excuses. Oh, it's about it's about all these people threatening the safety of our workers because they're being belligerent and whatnot. Like the article said, you're proving that intimidation works. So if someone Mm -hmm. intimidates you Mm -hmm. and makes you feel like you're going to have to spend too much money to protect your employees from these crazy people or that you're going to have to do too much maintenance with your shopping, uh, your customers that you would rather just remove yourself from the political fight instead of stand with the people that actually, and not even stand with people, just leave the rainbows out front and let the haters hate. Um, it's like any other holiday that you celebrate going forward. If someone in from the, any side intimidates you, are you going to pull that from your store too? I'm mad at the at the the video game department because it rots people's brains. I love video games. So does that mean if people intimidate you, you're just going to lose money off of electronics? You're just going to remove them from your store? You're giving the power to the assholes and the people who are against progress. That has already been established. Like, we've already established that gay people deserve to just be represented and have rights and now it feels like we're on a slippery slope backwards because the corporations who run America with their billions of dollars and running the stock market and all that, if they're not going to have our backs and aren't going to support it and they're just going to do whatever the conservatives intimidate them into doing, then who's who's got the power here? It's yeah. it doesn't it doesn't bode well in a capitalist society where it's all about making money and corporations like Target and and 
Lockheed Martin and Heckler and Koch, all these places can buy lobbyists to get the politicians to write and pass laws that they want. So the people with the power and the money are backing down to the conservative cultists. <laughs> and I don't I don't care that I'm saying all of this because um and honestly, it's it's kind of a blessing in disguise now that you think about it, because now we know that Target's just full of shit. Like, we know that if we buy merchandise from them, it's probably Target mass produced and probably isn't worth it. And it would actually support LGBTQ people to go elsewhere and find yeah. their businesses. So anyway, that's that's kind of that's kind of how Pride season began before June even came around. And there's these big old arguments about it. And then uh, Bud Light happened. Well, Bud Light, I think, happened before Target. Oh, yeah, you're probably but, right. So this was back in April, but there are still developments about it happening now. You have more to it's, say? It's just, it's okay. just something that I—it's uh, it's a screenshot that I got off of Twitter again, because Twitter is not the only place I go for news, but people be sharing a lot. Now, I don't know if this is true. I cannot confirm or deny this, but— Someone named Alejandro Caraballo um, posted that uh, in Redding, California, outside in a Target parking lot, people had printed um, a sheet of paper that has, and I'll show it on the camera for those who are watching. It says, child groomers get the rope, <clears throat> as in hanging, and it says... It's got a rainbow Target insignia, all the other rainbow insignias from Target Pride, um, Glisten, which is a LGBTQ uh, rights organization, and it has the trans flag with a pentagram on it, um, upside down. It says, Target supports transitioning and mutilating children. Boycott Satanists, pedophiles, or burn in hell with them. Luke 1712. It would be better for them to be thrown into the sea with a millstone tied around mm, their neck than to cause great. one of these little ones to stumble. Whoa. <laughs> so whoever these crazy cultists are believe that <clears throat> based on this. I mean, whoever was putting those out should go to jail in my that's literally threat. Like yeah, that's, you're threatening is, people's lives. This is um, hate speech and it's and it incites violence. So this is not protected under the, the First Amendment as far mm -hmm. as I'm aware. Um that's that's what we're dealing with this pride like that is that is the response that we get from the whole target fiasco is that there's people who are out there actively putting out this kind of like Westboro Baptist Church crap um, in like California and stuff. But anyway, yeah, so all this target stuff, you know, was coming out and and it, it's just kind of when when companies do this. So when they do something and then they're kind of like flip floppy about it. Like, oh, well, we didn't want to upset anyone. Like, we'll move it to the back of the store or like what I'm going to get to with Bud Light. It's really dumb because it makes them lose supporters on both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, like, like at first they could have just lost the conservatives who were crazy enough to believe that like selling Pride merch is the same thing as like mutilating children, which is not at all related whatsoever. And if anyone mutilates children, we've noticed a lot. It is the white men in churches that tend to get caught um, abusing children, not the gays, but okay. Mm. Um, but then they backtracked and pissed off the, the queer community by not standing in support and doubling down on like, yeah, we're still going to make money, but we're going to we're going to have the pride stuff as soon as you walk into the store. Like you're not going to, you're not going to force us to hide pride, but 
they buckled. They and now yeah. they've they've lost a lot of revenue from the queer community and the conservative community because backing down, they they still haven't made the conservatives happy because you never will. Yeah. Anyway, and that's similar to uh, the Bud Light situation. So, in March of 2020, sorry, in April of 2023, they had this thing called an Easy Carry contest. Basically, it was a social media contest on TikTok. Like whoever could carry the most cans of Bud Light won. And um, a TikTok. I have a very inappropriate joke that I would love to say, but I can't. I can't. Our podcast is explicit. Was it? Okay. Uh, I mean, um, you, get, you get one of those California bottoms, uh, red bottoms. Uh, they'll find a way to carry a lot of that Bud Light. Their butthole. It'll be. We're cutting that. Um, <laughs> so they had that marketing campaign and they decided to feature a transgender TikTok star, Dylan Mulvaney. I'm sure if you're on TikTok and you're gay or an ally you've probably seen her work um she started her um days of girlhood back last year in 2022 um and basically she has been documenting every day for a year so that's now since past but um her transition uh and she would do a video a day being like day 256 of girlhood and she would talk about first time tucking or how she conceals her like five o'clock shadow with specific makeup techniques and stuff like that just to and she was kind of like the first person to really document like from day one of being like okay i'm gonna start transitioning and how that progresses um last year um after so she interviewed President Biden for an online now this publication thing. And since then, Republicans have at first, I don't think really Republicans were seeing a lot of what she was doing. But then, you know, after interviewing Biden, it was like, oh, a new person to attack. Right. So Marjorie yeah, Taylor. Conservatives love a target. They really do. Yeah. Mar no pun intended either. Marjorie Taylor Greene, of course, calls her a fake woman and labeling her gender expression as absurdity. Uh, Senator Marsha Blackburn also came in and said that we love Tennessee. Okay. And she couldn't call her a cis man. Cause that's a slur now apparently. Yeah. Um, so Anheuser-Busch featured her to promote the challenge with the beer cans and the beer cans had like some pronouns written on them. And then on the one year milestone of Dylan's uh, like year of being a woman, thing that she was doing on tiktok they sent her a beer that said cheers to 365 days of being a woman and boy did the conservatives freak out they lost it they literally can't mind their own business it started they started boycotting it but it, they weren't just boycotting it because people like freaking kid rock it was not even like from the south but pretends to be from sweet yeah. home alabama he's fake as hell he's a um, rich kid from Min michigan took his ar-15 and said bud light and anheuser-busch and then shot a bunch of cans of bud light with his ar-15 because god forbid they acknowledge the trans um and a lot of people were like well conservatives were like yes go kid rock our favorite but then it's when you do that when you take a gun and you shoot cans that seem to be in support which again we've talked about how this support is kind of fake anyway but of um the queer community uh and this you throw this temper tantrum and you like 
take the violent rhetoric against transgender people and like it just all builds to inspire mass shootings and fire bombings across the United States, which have been happening to areas where queers are just trying to live and have fun and stuff. So it's like, oh, haha, like taking a gun and shooting the cans, that's so camp. But then it's like, wait, hold on. There's real violence happening and it's just really distasteful and ugly when you like actually think yeah, about like it. The equivalent would be like taking something that the conservatives deem uh like or maybe maybe i can't think of an example but like the fact that guns are involved and they felt the need to just shoot something that they disagreed with and we wonder i mean we don't wonder why we have a gun problem in this country but you people Mm -hmm. are actual like psychos like some of you are actually psychos if you shot a bunch of bud light you're not right in the head that's not normal behavior yeah but I mean, we've been new. So, um, actually, because of this, like, this act of shooting the gun at queer things, um, someone named Fred Gutenberg on Twitter said, Hey, at Kid Rock, this dad is feeling a little frisky today. Let me be as clear and concise as I can with you. This is my daughter, Jamie, under the black oval, and he posted a picture from a security camera footage. And these are the students running over her for safety to avoid getting shot by the AR-15 that killed her. (laughs) you. So he's like, you think it's so cool to post this video of you shooting an AR-15 at a bunch of cans of Bud Light, but like that when that weapon is being used to commit mass murder in schools and everything. So I was like, that was off. Yeah. And then on top of that, after that surfaced, conservatives were like oh my gosh now i need to go into walmart and just start throwing these cases of bud light all over the floor and breaking all the can why are people not why aren't you removing bud light from the stores if you're if you're trying to protect like they're literally a danger to people around them throwing crap around the store but it's also like it's it's hypocrisy on so many levels, but there's all these like colloquial examples I can think of from growing up in the conservative South where like in southern states, there's those stand your the castle doctrines, the stand your ground laws where if someone intrudes on your home and you don't like them, even if they're not threatening you, you can shoot them and you'll still be protected under the like standing mm-hmm. your ground, whatever. Conservatives, from my experience growing up here, is like. Oh, it's my property. Get off my property. Like, I have all the rights here. Blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, it's it's typically the same people who are mad at this thing going on to another person, another business's Mm -hmm. property, and causing damage, destroying something. So it's like everything for me, 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 me. All the protections for me, myself, and I and what I want. But then I will go out of my way and I expect to be protected and have the right to to up anybody else's day, up anybody else's property, do whatever. And that's why you see the January 6th people. There was one that got updated today. He tased uh, one of the police officers that testified to Congress, got 12 years of prison for assaulting that officer with a with a taser. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm glad that at least for the January 6th thing, a lot of those people are getting their due because you th- you have been so disillusioned all these years that you thought that you had the rights to do things, but not everybody else did. But where's where's all the 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 legal backlash and where the these companies are actually doing stuff because they're so worried about the safety? Yeah. Like, I haven't seen... 
um, many videos or experiences of where these people are losing their minds and like actual security guards or police officers are, are escorting them from the premises. Like, it's just like the, these companies let them have the tantrums and let them have it out, destroy property, and then they leave and then they clean it up. Yeah. I don't know. It's ridiculous. But so all this, everyone's destroying their cans, whatever. And then Marjorie Taylor Greene has to get in on the action again. She can't keep her st- Um, I would have been the king of beers. Oh, sorry. Whoa. <laughs> I would have bought the king of beers because apparently Bud Light was the most high selling beer in America before this fiasco. I would have bought the king of beers, but it changed its gender to the queen of beers. So it's made to chill from here on out, meaning she's going to buy Coors Light now instead of Bud Light. Because that, you know, she's she's boycotting. So she's going to Coors. Ha ha, Bud Light, I'm going to Coors. And then it's like, um, and it was accompanied by her with her truck. And there was cases and cases of Coors in the, in the. I wonder how much she got tailgate. paid for that ad. Yeah. Um, except it didn't take long for many people to point out that Coors, like the company, the Canadian American company, um, has a long history of supporting the LGBTQ plus community, including 20 years of partnership with Denver Pride and a campaign to promote inclusivity in bars. So it's like, you people don't even know what you're doing. You're like boycotting, but then you're just like going to something else that also supports uh, the queer community. And then Anheuser-Busch put out this, you know, lackluster statement on it, um, our responsibility to America. And it was just basically like, we always want to make sure that we're like never being divisive. And it's like, okay, so you're literally saying we were going to capitalize on Dylan because she's famous on TikTok, but now that it's being divisive, we're no longer going to actually stand our ground. Same thing with Target. Like, you're fine to take advantage of the queer community, use pride to boost your sales, but then as soon as there's any backlash, you're like, oh, wait, actually, no, we don't want to be divisive. We never wanted to do that. These so. corporations, uh, and in a way, I'm glad that this all happened because the queer community is now more aware than we ever were before. We had our suspicions. We had our critiques. We are just another dollar sign during the summer for them. They have no conviction. They have no principles that they stand for. They just want to make money. Yeah. And you know what? At least now we know. Yeah. And But like Gunter was saying about um, Garth Brooks before— because, you know, it kind of turned into this whole thing, like, country stars were all getting involved. Some were saying, yeah, like, screw Bud Light, and some people were trying to stand up for it. Um, Zach Bryan called um, Kid Rock's anti-trans statement completely wrong. And um, Garth Brooks, who's currently planning the opening of his own Nashville hotspot, he says that his bar will serve every brand of beer, including Bud Light, explaining that it should be up to the consumers what they drink, and that if you're an a-hole, there are plenty of other places on Lower Broadway to go in Nashville. <laughs> so, like, it's that simple. It's that simple, people. Just, As a non-beer like, drinker, for years, even I know that Bud Light has been putting rainbows on their yeah, stuff. At like, di- like, they are, like, the biggest beer brand i've noticed at pride festivals they always have like tents out with the kegs and they're like selling the gays love beer i don't know why it tastes like dirty bread water to me yeah but bud light has been pro-gay for years 
What I I feel like a lot of the conservative crazies who are anti trans don't realize that trans people one have always been a thing. The Native Americans had two spirit where they um and still do had like both qualities of feminist and masculine uh ideals yeah, in that their society. Yeah, that can be seen in Hawaiian culture with Mahu also like it's like yeah. Shakespeare it, it even yeah. goes further back than Shakespeare but Shakespeare women weren't allowed to perform on stage so the men always dressed in drag and um would perform the women's yeah. roles opera the men would like yeah. me would sing the soprano roles because women weren't castrati in the church they like, would cut off their yeah, balls so yeah. they could <laughs> sing soprano like when did they realize that trans people were part of the queer community what did they think the t stood for for all these years tater tots also trans people started the gay rights movement in the americas in the 60s and 70s yeah nothing is new about this you no, all are just so so late to the game and now you're mad about it because the politicians are they're like they're really pushing it now and these people are brainwashed by the politicians oh i know like most so, of the uh, per, uh, mark my words most of the republican primary debates if there even are any it's going to be about trans it's people. all going to be about yeah. trans kids protecting these, the children these yeah, myths that's... about like apparently people still believe the myths about the trans kids using the litter box in schools and i no one is anyway it just drives me insane yeah and but mainly the biggest thing i wanted to like to summarize the target and the bud light and bring it all together is that like these people don't realize that they have to basically boycott every major corporation Mm -hmm. if they want to boycott places that support pride and and we were kind of saying we don't love that it's become this whole corporate thing. Like pride yeah, is. I wonder how but, many of these people have iPhones. Oh, and I literally have a list ooh, okay. of every major. Because Apple's gay as hell. Every major corporation that has signed this. This is a statement by the Human Rights Committee. Um, it says we are deeply concerned by the bills being introduced in state houses across the country that single out LGBTQ plus individuals, many specifically targeting transgender youth for exclusion or differential treatment. And then there's like more to the statement. But this uh, Human Rights Committee statement that was made has been signed by over 200 plus U.S. companies saying that they oppose anti-LGBTQ state legislation. And here's the list. I'm not going to read all of them because it's a lot, but I'm going to read a lot of them that I think uh, conservatives aren't aware are no, clearly in support of the queer sheep. population. They're only going to be mad at what their cult leaders tell them to be mad at. Yes. Advanced auto parts. Sorry, find somewhere else to get your auto parts because they're in support of this. I didn't know that. Um, Airbnb. You better never use an Airbnb again. Do you know how many gay people own Airbnbs that <laughs> yeah. you probably have been in? Amazon. Can't shop at Amazon anymore. So where are you going to get all your cheap goods? I already don't shop at well, Amazon. Yeah. American Airlines. Better not use them to fly anywhere. American Express. Burn those credit cards. Also, MasterCard just put out a commercial that had queer people in it. Throw away that shit. Cut it up. They'll take your APR, your percentage. Um. Apple, like Gunter said, anyone with an iPhone, you're I mean, supporting. Have you seen the, co- yeah. the array of colors they come in? AT&T? Girl, I guess you got to hop over to Verizon. Well, that's like- the thing. AT&T, <laughs> I know specifically, has given money to anti-gay politicians in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but then also claims publicly. So you can't you can't it is trust hard. any of yeah. these companies. Yeah. It's not but a hard But I'm just and fast saying rule. like there are all these companies, Capital One, um, Citigroup Incorporated Chobani, the college board. You wanna go to college? Sorry, they support gays. Yeah, there's I, gay people in college. Guess yeah. you can't go to college anymore. CVS Health. Dell. Adele? Yes, I'm Adele especially. Um, Electronic Arts, EA Games. EA Games, challenge it. Um, Etsy, you want your cute little Christian crafts from Etsy? Sorry, they support gay people. Um, General Mills, no cereal for you. Google, you better use Firefox, okay, people? Um, it just, it goes on and on. A bunch of hotels, IBM, Ikea, Instacart, Intel, um... Kellogg Company, again, more cereals. Levi Strauss and Co., LinkedIn, Lululemon, all you rich white moms with your Lululemon, you better be supportive of gays. Macy's, um, Mars, stop eating M&Ms. Well, they're already trying to boycott M&Ms, but anyway, that's another story for another day. Microsoft, um, General Motors. So if you have a Chevy truck, your Silverado, burn it. Cause... Do you know how many <laughs> whole ignorant hateful conservative Mm -hmm. homophobic people there are out there with chevys and silverados yep peloton again the rich white moms on their pelotons they're gay that's gonna be you one day yeah literally um getting to the end here i'm skipping a lot but like i said there's over 200 plus but i just wanted to make sure i got the big one sony you got it sony tv you listen to a sony whatever you got a playstation yeah like do you listen to adele's music because her music is uh under their record label um Blah, blah, T-Mobile, TripAdvisor, Twitter, Uber, Lyft. So how are you going to get anywhere if you can't do an Uber it's or Lyft? It's interesting that Twitter's on that list considering I know, right? who is... Uh... Oh, wait, I said go to Verizon. You can't because Verizon also supports it. Uh, Warby Parker, Walt Disney Company, Warner Warner Music Group, and Warner Media. Also, I have to interrupt. Good on Disney for, even though they're a big corporation, they that doesn't are. always... Yeah. They don't support their employees the way that I think that they should based on things I've heard. However, they at least are standing behind their convictions about like doing their pride stuff and acknowledging gay people with this whole Florida fiasco and the litigation that Ron DeSantis has been bringing against. It's almost like Disney is becoming its own state. And well, yeah, (laughs) and they have so much money and so much power that when Ron DeSantis pulled all this crap of like, you're not going to be tax exempt anymore. Like, um, even though they were bringing in tons of money and that they had a deal with the state to kind of like keep keep the money rolling in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they were planning on building like this four hundred million or I don't remember how much it was complex that they were going to add to Disney World, mm-hmm. and they've put that on hold, which was going to bring in so much money to the Florida economy, and they're fighting back against Florida. Yeah, they literally could afford. I mean, this would not be possible, but they could technically afford. To cut Disney World out of the ground and airlift it to some other state. Like, that's how much money Disney has. So, good for them for not backing down just for money. Um, And they're actually defending and keeping up with their representation of gay people. And their employees. Yeah, Yeah. they're, yeah. But yeah, so all of those companies that I just listed have signed this uh, human rights uh, campaign uh, statement, which, and it's just like these these conservatives think they're doing so much by being like, oh, I'm going to boycott Bud Light. I'm, I'm going to boycott shoot these Bud whatever. Light cans. And it's like all these companies that you just don't know about also support pride. And like 
while that's great that there is all this support and it's kind of funny to think about it when you're looking at it from these conservatives doing these boycotts, whatever. And they did it with Nike too when oh, um, yeah. when the football players and the basketball players were taking were like a kneel. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's like they boycott all this stuff and it's like they don't care. They're still going to make their money back. I actually... But also, you typically have to buy the products to then take them home and destroy them oh, for clout yeah, on social you media. You've already, they already have your money. You already gave the business your money. Yeah. Like you're the only one wasting it here also yeah. bullets are not cheap so all those people that are shooting their ammunition like a psychopath um into the bud light like you're losing hundreds mm-hmm. of dollars every few rounds they're not cheap. yeah and i think though like i said it's great to have all this corporate support but um one another kind of out of pride is that it's kind of just become overrun with corporate repre- representation yes. Like our friend Chandler, he went to Pride in Dallas because that's where he's from or where he lives right now. He's got to come visit so he can be on the pod. I know. But we will have to to buy a third microphone for that. But yeah, so he went to Dallas Pride and he was like, it was cool. They had Kennedy Davenport. And he actually said one of the best things about the parade was that there was an Episcopal church who had drag queens in their on their float and everything. Honestly, that doesn't surprise so, me. The Episcopalians do love mm-hmm. the gays. And it's, like, cool because not only was that church... To, to be in the parade, you have to give money to the organization running Pride. That's how it works. Nice. But you also, like, to then they put gave like provided a platform for drag queens and actual members of the queer community like that's what we like to see in a in a pride parade we like to see we love to see it. like out memphis do the parade we like to to see other organizations planned parenthood who offer lgbtq health services like stuff like that what we don't love to see chandler was like like i don't need to see dollar general having a float at pride no i don't need to see walmart's pride float it's just it's it's not that exciting when you're a queer person and the entire like 90% of the parade is just a bunch of people like representing these huge conglomerates that look like they don't even want to be there just waving a, right. a rainbow the, flag. Like the corporatization of pride is something that the queer community has talked about for quite a few years. And when I first started going to prides and stuff in 2016, 2017, I didn't see it necessarily as a problem. Like, I don't love being, like, sold stuff. Especially yeah. when people get, like, really in your face. Mm-hmm. I, I do not respond well to sales like that. But I was like, Girl okay. Scouts, Gunter will avoid eye contact if oh, you're yeah, trying to push the cookies. I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't know. Unless they have those new peanut butter ones, then I'm all yeah. I'm all ears. Um, I'm all eyes, I mean. But mm, I loved to see the representation growing seemingly it made the world feel more accepting and larger than it had previously but now it feels like pride is just another event for corporations to all compete it's an ad it's 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 a giant advertising campaign and if they are paying like these local lgbtq organizations then that's then you know what i think it's forgivable yeah if they're gonna give their money to a cause that's gonna help local queer people Mm -hmm. and offer housing services and um, food services and job opportunities and safety and health for queer people in local areas, then that's amazing. And that I think is a, that is a balanced out kind of evil there, you know? But I think that those organizations and drag queens and queer people should be the, the main focus regardless of their bottom line, regardless of how much money an organization decides to donate to the cause. I don't think that they should be, 
the main focus. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I get it. And, like, I think there are ways around it. Like, for example, there has been, like, the Coors Light stage at Pride or the Bud Light stage featuring Kennedy Davenport. You know, like, you can have a stage in your name, but still the performer and the one getting all the attention, I think, should be a queer person. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Like, you're there to support. You're not there to usurp and take over and make it your thing. And have the biggest float in the parade when you're Dollar General. You yeah, know, also, I that's just tacky. <laughs> yeah, like, Dollar General, come on, girl. Yeah. Um, What I want to add to that is there was another fiasco that really hit home to me because I've gone back and forth about my obsession with Starbucks as... Mm. Uh, Look, I, I love our local coffee shop a lot, but I, I also can't knock how consistent Starbucks is when you like when you have a specific order. I don't like my drinks too frou-frou. I want it to be like right in the middle of like I can taste this coffee and it's hitting, but I also want like a little juice in it. And the way that their coffee is roasted and ground tastes great to me. And when I order this specific drink, it's the same every time. I love a consistent place. And it's convenient, and you get your stars, so, like, the, you often get free stuff when other places won't give that to you. But Starbucks is also in some hot water with the queers lately because of some purported alleged new uh, mandates, basically, purported that they have. Purported and alleged? Purported, <laughs> alleged, mishandled, perhaps. I found an NBC article about it. And the long story short of it is Starbucks has been accused by several employees at different locations that they were told, like from higher ups management, that they were to remove any pride um, celebration, posters, cups, and, whatever. Yeah, uh, not even the not really the cups, oh, it's not the but merch, like, but like stuff that the employees would bring to the store, like or put uh, up decorations in the store, okay. which I think has been a thing and is a thing at Christmas, but maybe not so much these days. But Starbucks denies union's accusation of banning pro pride or, or banning pride decorations. Starbucks said it will still sponsor pride events and rebutted the accusation, which comes weeks after Target announced it would be removing some of its pride merchandise. So this was put out June 13th. So not too not too long ago from when we're recording this. This article, NBC News, is written by Matt L A V I E T E S Levites. I tried. Who cares? Um <laughs> I want to respect people and get their names right. <laughs> no one ever gets my name right. Starbucks Workers Union accused the company on Tuesday of banning decorations for LGBTQ Pride Month. The group Starbucks Workers United, which if you know anything about Star Starbucks, they are not they have not been super pro-union and pro-worker. They've been fighting a lot of uh union attempts um in several states, which is not what we want to hear. Uh, the group Starbucks is alleging the company's corporate management has been asking its workers in at least 21 states to take down pride decorations over the last two weeks, a claim the company denies. The union said that workers in Massachusetts, for instance, were being told that there weren't enough, quote, labor hours for employees to spend decorating. It added that it, it added in Oklahoma, some were told, quote, it was a safety concern to block windows with flags in light of threats to target employees over the company's pride displays. NBC News has not been able to independently verify the examples. Um, if Starbucks was a true ally, this is a quote from a lengthy Twitter thread that I believe was posted by Starbucks Workers United. If Starbucks was a true ally, they would stand up for us, especially during a time when LGBTQ plus people are under attack. 
The group said in a lengthy Twitter thread, another quote, a company that cares wouldn't turn their back on the LGBTQ plus community to protect their already astronomically high profits, end quote. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I think Starbucks had record profits last year, but continually increased um, the cost of all their drinks because of uh, the the shipping crisis and all that post-COVID. Starbucks rejected the accusations and reaffirmed its support. We unravingly support the LGBTQIA2 plus community. First one to say two. There's been no change to any policy on this matter, and we continue to encourage our store leaders to celebrate with their communities, including for U.S. Pride Month in June. Andrew Tull, a spokesperson for the company, said he pointed to, quote, commitments and actions the company has taken to support the community during the past 40 years. We're deeply concerned by false information that is being spread, especially as it relates to our inclusive store environments, our company culture and the benefits we offer our partners. Troll added, there's been no change to any policy on this matter, and we continue to encourage our store leaders to celebrate with their communities, including U.S. Pride Month and June. The Seattle-based coffee giant has been celebrating Pride in some capacity since 1996, before it was cool. According to its website, and despite the union's accusations regarding the Pride decorations, it released three Pride-themed drink tumblers, one of which I guiltily bought, drink tumblers this month and is expected to sponsor Pride celebrations as it has in past years. Um... And then it goes on to talk about the bills in local places and uh, flags being taken down at a city hall in Temp, Arizona, and all these target indoctrination grooming accusations from the right. Um, and at the very end, uh, there's a quote from Charlie Kirk, who is uh, one of those people who just makes conspiracy theories about gay people and stuff for the right and just blouts out things that some people take for fact, but it's just baseless that left wings, left wing trans activists claim this means Starbucks is caving. Um, he's a conservative activist and radio show host, uh, wrote to his more than 2.3 million Twitter followers. Good. Keep up the pressure or keep the pressure on folks. And that's pretty much the end of the article. Ugh, it's like Starbucks is in hot water for allegedly saying it. Now there's, I don't know if there's been any proof that the union can share. That's the last update I have. But if it's true, just another example of a corporation trying to make a profit off of the gays and be like, hey, come work for us and help us make a profit and we'll sell you our pride tumblers. And it worked on me, th this pride. Um, and their pride tumblers tend to be very cute. Uh, but when it comes down to it, like, we're not going to let you decorate the stores that you've unionized to to make like Starbucks is a franchise. So like they have some say at what the franchise is going to do. But if they want to decorate, I don't see how that's a problem because they decorate for other holidays and stuff. They they put out themed merchandise for Halloween and for Christmas, like their cake pops are shaped like different animals mm -hmm. depending on the season. Um, I, I, I it just sucks that. A place that a lot of gay people, a lot of gay people love Starbucks. It's it's, it's like the coffee shop. Gays for the and the iced coffees. I mean, they're consistent. What can I say? So that's just another company I wanted to talk about because it didn't get a whole lot of. Yeah, I don't time. remember really hearing about that. So. Yeah, I mean, Target and Bud Light. And then after that, it was like uh, a third one. We're not worried about it. Yeah. And they're not banning their merchandise, but they're supposedly not allowing their employees to decorate the store. Like they would decorate for a holiday or something. Because there's not enough employee hours, which, again, 
if your employees want to do something extra and make the store friendly and welcoming for people, I don't see that as a bad thing. We have almost reached the conclusion of this very long episode, and I know we are both ready to go. But I wanted to end the episode by discussing some of the whys as to why straight pride is not a thing and why we feel the need to continue to talk about pride pride, like gay pride, queer pride, trans pride. Um, I've seen in a lot of the the discourse lately that there there are still people who are ignorant to the fact of why we have gay pride and not straight pride. Why do you get a whole month? Why do you get a whole month? Why don't we get a street when the fags was spray painted on the rainbow walk? Why don't we get a street? Why do you get a street? This is not what God intended. And I wanted to give some info that I had heard from different sources and things that I thought about while we were preparing for this episode and some of it's very heavy and I just, I just want to go through some of it. And do you want to read along or do you, I mean, I have my own, I I wrote my own reasons as to why. So I'll start with one of mine. Um, There's several reasons straight pride is not a thing and why we still as queer people are harping on pride and not backing down and going to reinforce and double up our efforts until we feel like we are treated equally in society. Every day is straight pride whether you celebrate outwardly or not. This is my own writing. You, as a straight person, if you're listening, you are the societal expectation. You don't have to worry about holding your partner's hand or kissing them in public for fear of being hate-crimed or even killed like queer people have been in the United States and in other places uh, in the world. Matthew Shepard is the poster child, the unfortunate, tragic poster child of what happens when you are a gay person in a rural, not accepting area. He thought he was going on a date with another gay person and was kidnapped by the person that was supposedly going on a date with him and his friend. And they strung him to a fence and beat him and he died because of it. He was left strung to like he was like medieval torture style strung to a fence and pistol whipped with a gun. And he died in the hospital after he was discovered. Like he had to be found Um, all all because he went on a date and thought it was going to be with another gay person. We celebrate pride because Trevor and I, as proud as we are in front of the camera and on the mic, we still live in an area where we go to Kroger and we're not sure if somebody's going to say some backward (laughs) to us if we even tried to hold hands and walk into the store. We don't live in a place where we're comfortable doing that. And that's because we see straight people holding hands and hugging and kissing all the time in public. That is something that we are literally afraid to do. Mm -hmm. We're two thirds majority. If you think about it, male and white, but that one third gay makes us terrified because of what we've seen in our lives and the way people treat us just on the way we look, not the way we act in public. That is one of the reasons why queer pride is a thing and straight pride is not. You can do whatever you want out in public and no one cares. You can talk about having a baby in public and people do talk about having babies. There's there's teachers that are like uh, that have to announce that they're pregnant because their bellies are big enough. How do you get pregnant? Sex. No one cares well, if straight people are having sex. Everyone like is always like oh we're trying we're trying we're trying which literally means you're, you're, you're telling the world that you're everybody. having sex with yeah. your straight partner but 
when gay people are just trying to live their lives and we're not talking about our sexuality, what, what our sexual actions and activities are, we get name called, we get stared at, we get judged and we can't be our authentic selves in public. So pride is our opportunity to kind of throw our, uh, throw our middle fingers up to the haters and say, we're going to do what we want. Mm-hmm. What, is, what is your, My your feedback? My thing is like, so when, when you talk about why it's called pride, like why you should be proud that you're, if, if you're born that way, why should you be proud of it? It's not like you did it. Like, why are you proud? Some people have said that. Mm-hmm. And like, I think the thing about it is, is that the reason there's not straight pride or like being proud of being straight is not celebrated and people wonder why, but it's not is because I think the reason pride exists is that you're celebrating. We're trying to celebrate and shed light on things that society as a whole has shamed us for in the past. So like it's a reclamation. Yeah. So it's like be proud of what has been done, like dibbed as is that even a word dubbed dubbed? Yes. As shameful. So like shame is not a thing that straight people experience in regard to their sexual orientation. So, um, I mean, maybe, maybe not at the levels that we do. Like everybody feels some kind of shame when they're like growing up and like going through sexual development and whatnot. But like, they don't need anything to remind them to be proud of being straight. Yeah. Your straight wedding is not a political argument that other people get to have a say in. It's just, it is accepted. The whole reason that we celebrate pride is to be proud of something people have been shamed for, for years and years. Um, and that's to me that's simply why straight pride isn't a thing because you don't need to be reminded to be proud of it because it's celebrated all the time every day like gunter was saying whereas like it's important to take okay yeah it's a month long boohoo you have to sit for a whole month and see it it's one of the shortest months june only has 30 days they could they could have picked a 31 day month but they did they could have picked february and that's yeah. black history month yeah, they gave exactly. them the actual shortest no but month. that's what i'm saying it's like you complain about living through these freaking long months of of pride and people just trying to remind themselves that they're valid and that they don't need to be ashamed of who they are and it's just one month and it's the shorter months so also, like, I have two points to add to exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying. One is about being proud, and one is about churches. Raise your hand if you are proud to be an American. I'm, um, I'm, I'm like, I see the benefits and I see the potential. And in this country, there's a lot of opportunities that we get that we would not get had we been born and pick a random country, right? Yeah. But there's also a lot we need to fix. If your argument is, why are you proud of something um, that you were just born into? Why are people in America so obsessed with being proud Americans and, like, wearing the flag, That's which is against the point. flag code? Yeah. You just happen to be born here. You could have been, you know, say say souls are real and the odds are that you just could have been born in anybody and any soul and any, any country in the world and any time in history. How is this different from the random process of you being born in England or you being born in India or China? What's to say that those people aren't also proud just because they're in the con- they're they were born in the country that they were in? 
You didn't do anything to earn your way to being an American, most of you. Now, some people do. Yeah, some people do. And those are the people that conservatives hate. Immigrants. You know, yes, they hate immigrants <laughs> so, that come here and then yeah. actually like have earned their pride in becoming American yeah. citizens. You were just born into it. So you it's it's almost like you think you were part of like a royal, like a special class of people that only if you're born into it in stolen land, you think that you're allowed to be proud and nobody else that's different is allowed to be proud. Mm. So if your argument is that that whole like you're born into it and you're proud, well, then I don't want to see you like celebrating the 4th of July and like saying you're a proud American and celebrating the troops because it's this it comes from the same area. You feel like you were so stomped on by the left and by history for some reason, even though if you were a straight, especially straight white person who was born in America, you were like the most privileged it gets, which is why you don't get a special month. Boo-hoo. Every day is straight pride, American proud, privilege day, whatever. The, the argument exists for both. So if you don't like it for the gays, then you don't get to be proud that you were just born in America. You have to find some other reason to be proud about it. Another thing is how many churches do we pass every day here in the South? There's like a it is like a thing in Mississippi that in any kind of like town city, you get churches every two like blocks there are churches everywhere down here, and they're always developing. There's always new churches being built. How often do I go to a church to let them know what I'm thinking, that I disagree with the things that they teach children and the indoctrination that they do and the hateful rhetoric that some of them put out into the world? Never, because I mind my own business and I respect the fact that there should be a separation between church and state and that you also have the free speech to and the freedom of religion to believe what you want. I don't come to your places and tell you what to believe and how to live your life. Don't complain about pride as if anyone is forcing you to be a part of it. Don't like pride. Don't shop at the store that's promoting pride merchandise. Don't like pride. Don't go to a pride parade. Don't like gay people. Don't <clears throat> listen to our music. Don't buy our art. Don't come to our stores. Don't come to our celebrations. Don't be our friend. Don't be fake. You're either going to support us or don't. I, I don't come to your life and tell you what you're doing wrong. So shut the hell up and stop telling us what we can and can't do and what we're doing right and wrong. No one's forcing you to participate. You are welcome to if you can open your mind and see all that queer people have offered to human history and your life and your art and the clothes that you wear um, and the music you listen to and the culture that you're a part of. But if you want to refuse that, that's fine. But I'm not coming to you and doing exactly what the conservatives are doing to us by trying to intimidate it's just wild. Period. And I'm going to let you have it because I've been holding on to this a lot. Another reason that, um, that I want to say that straight pride is not a thing. Remember history class? Remember growing up and basically hearing about no queer people ever? At least in America, that's pretty much what we're taught. As we're taught all of the people, the straight white men and straight white women... And some black people in history that make advancements for progress for Western culture and American history. I can't think of any time growing up in the South in school. And I took like AP U.S. history. We learned about a lot of in-depth history. I don't remember learning about a single person and their identity of being gay and feeling represented by anything in history. I thought 
I literally thought in high school that gay was like becoming a new thing from like the 50s on. I didn't know that people actually like lived openly gay lives and like had gay relationships that people would just be like, oh, okay, he's gay. In the 1800s, 1700s, like that was a thing. But the history we were taught in school never taught us about that. And come to find out as I'm older, people like Alan Turing, the, the father of modern computing, was uh, criminalized and chemically castrated because he was gay, even though he helped the UK solve the Enigma Code in World War II, mm -hmm. I believe, I believe. They basically <clears throat> sentenced him to 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 live a life as a sterile person. And then I think he died as a result of it. I can't quite remember. But he is literally the only reason the the Western allies discovered the secret communications that the Nazis uh, in World War II were using the Enigma code for. They could start analyzing and interpreting their strategy and whatnot because of a gay person. And the thanks that he gets was to be criminalized by that government afterwards and chemically uh, mutilated be mm, because he just mm. happened to be gay. Um, so that's just, that's just one example of gay people in history making their mark that we're never really taught about that are the reason you have a cell phone in your pocket and that you can listen to this right now. He came up with the modern idea of computing. The what they built computers off of, the 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 theories and the systems and the algorithms that binary code runs through is because of him. Um Hence why, again, straight pride is not a thing because straight people get acknowledged for stuff all the time and gay people are still having to fight to be acknowledged in history books. Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorite things to research in the world of music is how gay identity and classical music have kind of always been associated and the people that are, have made names doing that. And it is so hard to find in academic resources hard cold facts it's a lot of just like based on this document and and this person's interview from the 1700s this person was more than likely gay and there's some hidden things in their music but so much of history has like straight washed i guess the same way it whitewashes a lot of things it has been straight washed where gay people have kind of been marginalized and put to the side um Hence why we have gay pride for all the losses in history of gay people who have contributed something to society that won't get acknowledged. And the last the last example I have is um, just basically the AIDS epidemic and how people treated the gays as social pariahs. And it took um, Princess Diana publicly shaking a person with HIV AIDS hand on camera for people to realize that oh, we can be near them. Yeah. Like, the, it's it's not transmissible from the air. You're not going to get it from from being a caring person to a, a person with AIDS. And there were just so many fights people had to make to get AIDS put on the map and support and research and discoveries. And we lost so many people that would still be alive today as, like, queer ambassadors and role models mm -hmm. and elders that don't exist anymore because... They didn't get the support that they needed during the AIDS epidemic and people treated it as if it were the gay disease so much so that in New York, they would, I learned this from Bailey, Bailey Sarian's dark history. They would move, they would bury gay corpses that died of AIDS in, in giant, like 
plots Mm -hmm. by themselves away from city cemeteries because they thought that the bodies, the dead bodies would transmute like HIV AIDS to the already dead bodies um, of the the normal people, quote, in the cemeteries. So even though they're already dead, they were like, they're going to corrupt like the corpses and then somehow the living people are going to get it from visiting the cemetery. That's why we have straight pride because there's a whole not straight. I'm oh god, (laughs) that's why we have gay, queer, trans, bisexual, asexual. We have our pride season because, like Trevor said, to wrap it up, we have experienced as as a community a history and a culture of shame, and we finally had enough, and we've had enough. And we will continue to have enough until we feel that we are being treated equally by society. And it, it just feels like a lot of U.S. and Western culture is like there's a lot of pro-Nazi stuff, neo-Nazis coming out and uh, arguing against trans people and drag queens and gay rights. And it feels like we are regressing and it's getting very scary because these are the things that were happening in Nazi Germany, to the gays, to the disabled people, to the Jewish people. Um, and it it truly is a slippery slope that we've seen in history prior. And if we're not careful, I'm very scared of how the, uh, how the conservative neo-Nazis and the cultists are going to treat gay people if they win the argument. So we will continue to fight, and that is why pride is a thing that we will continue to celebrate. Um, do you have any, any final, any final things to say? Happy pride. There's still a few more days left. So live your gay fantasy. Yes. And uh, it is supposed to be a celebration. Um, go to pride. If there's protesters or haters, just give them your best sarcastic, uh, blow them a kiss like a kiss. Yeah. Make them feel (laughs) uncomfortable. Be like, are you here protesting? Cause you're actually looking for, you're like spotting people. That you want to um, see on the networks afterwards? Probably not. Some of them do but that. I bet. I, no, I know. I'm just saying, pay them no mind. Support and- local queer artists like me um, and businesses because they're the ones actually at the roots of uh, these uh, these queer movements and the ones who are actually supporting gay people. Yes. Um, as always support us because we're queer yeah (laughs) Um, the gayest podcast you know by liking commenting let us know your experiences with pride let us know what you're proud of okay and um leave us a five-star review yeah that would be the best pride gift and um follow us on our socials which gunter has because i get the stickers while i do the socials okay everybody who isn't leaving reviews um, you can follow us on socials at our YouTube and TikTok and I believe our Twitter now at Up and Out Pod. Our Instagram, Facebook is at Up Out Pod. You can find me, Gunter, on TikTok and Facebook and my website at Gunter the Singer. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Gunter McCourt. You can find Trevor on TikTok at Terrell1227. That's T-E-R-R-E-L-L-1227. And you can find him on Instagram at Trevor T. Van Vliet. You can find our content on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, 
And if you want to send us any episode suggestions, feedback, hate mail, whatever, upandoutpod at gmail.com. It is always open for you. And if you want advice, we're always down to do an advice episode. We have two sticker options for you. All you need to do is leave a five-star review in your uh, podcast app of choice. You need to leave a quick written review. Let us know specifically in your own words why you listen and what you appreciate and what you like. Um, And then share, make sure you follow us uh, on Instagram. And DM us. DM us. Screenshots of your receipts. Um, And we will... Send, send you a sticker. sticker. We'll mail it directly your to choice. you. We'll mail it to you. Pay for it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you got to do all that. And the steps are in the description. So make sure you do it. Yes. And this week it was a long, heavy episode, but we had to give you the pride history and the current events. Yeah. Again, if, um, if we back down, we're no better than Target. Yes. But next week uh, we'll be coming with something a little different. A little? So. She's... Um, but yeah, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for supporting queer people. If you are queer, have a good rest of your pride. And uh, yeah, we wish you all the best. Happy Pride, everybody. Bye, gay. Bye, gay. Bye, gay.